0: Good evening, this is Pastor Bill. I want to welcome you to Solid Rock Bible Church today. And uh, I just, I truly thank you for listening and being here. Uh, before I get started, I, for, for those in the congregation that, that, that know him, he's one of our members, it's, it's Roy Bramlett. Well, he had surgery today uh, on the liver. And I just got a call a little bit ago from uh, his wife and said he came through it Super. Said everything really looked good. Everything was just perfect. So again, thank you, Lord, for what you do. You know, we was all in prayer for Roy, holding him up, lifting him up. And that's what they say, yo. We came into the presence of God, lifted up a fellow man. God heard us. God answered prayer. And uh, he will spend the night in the hospital tonight and be home tomorrow. So again, a shout out to God for his faithfulness and for his goodness. And uh, Roy, hurry up, get back. Uh, Today I would like to bring you a little message, and I've entitled this, and it's kind of went along with what I just said. Uh, What does it mean to seek God's face? Have you ever thought about that? Many times in the Bible we are encouraged to seek God's face. Many times in Scripture, people are encouraged, they're asked to seek God's face. And we got one very familiar Scripture that that probably every one of you have uh, heard it. You've probably even quoted it. You've probably used it. But it's 2 Chronicles 7.14, and it says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways that I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. God even himself encourages seek his face. And, I've, you know, and, it's, and I think it's a pretty good question but many people ask. If we can't see God's face how do we seek God's face? Well, Most of us, uh, we read things for exactly what they are and how they're said. But sometimes a word can have a different meaning than what what we're used to. So the Hebrew word for face in the Old Testament is often translated presence. To come into his presence. Seeking his his face means simply to come into God's presence presence and uh, so when we seek the face of God we're actually seeking to come into his presence we, we call to seek God's face was the call to seek God's face was given to his people God told his people to seek my face why because they had abandoned him and they needed to return you know sometimes God sends out a word to us, what we need to do, and most of the time, it's come into my presence, get closer to me, pray, have faith, believe, and this is this is something that's it's totally required for receiving prayer and to come into God's presence. You know, if you think about it, a person's face it reveals a whole lot about their character and about their personality. You know, we recognize a person when we see them and we see their face. We recognize their face. We know who they are. And it's the same thing with God. When we come into God's presence, it's like, it's a whole different feeling when we come into God's presence. It's hard to explain, but there's a feeling that comes over you when you come into God's presence. It's just like, oh, wow. You know, it's such a relaxing, it's such a peaceful, that that, that you know you are there with God and God is there with you. And uh, matter of fact, in Psalms 105, verse 4, God's faithful people, you, are always to seek God's face. In Psalms 105 it says, seek His face always. Always. Continually. We we all know there are times in our life when we neglect to pursue God and seek after Him. How many times have you forgotten to pray? How many times have you forgotten to call up on God? You know, you get in a hurry. You get to rushing this and that. You say, well... I'm going to get up early in the morning and I'm going to go before God and I'm going to pray and I'm going to have that time with God. Well, that alarm goes off. Maybe you're running a little bit late. You jump up. You get ready. And and it's time to go. You rush out of the house forgetting your date with God. Uh, I... I had that happen, I guess, really, when Linda and I were were, were dating. Uh, I was supposed to pick her up at a certain time, and I was pretty late getting there. It's, I got to doing this, and I got to doing that, and time got away from me. I forgot Linda. I forgot. I forgot to go get her. And uh, we had a date and everything, and it, when it finally, docked, man, I got on that telephone. I was calling begging, and bleeding. I was on my knees and, and, you know, asking, hey, hey, I'll be there in a minute. Let me jump in the shower. Let me clean. I'll be there. Can, can I still come? And she says, all right, come on. So anyway, she forgave me, and uh, not long after that, we got married. I guess. She said, I'll teach him. And uh, so, but anyway, uh, there are times when we neglect to pursue God. We neglect Him. Sometimes we just outright forget about God. And you know, we don't never ever want to forget about God. That's why he he urges us to seek His face continually. He says, "Seek my face continually. Don't ever quit wanting to be in my presence." Always seek me, pray to me, come to me, be in my presence. If we understood how much God loved us and wanted us to be in his presence, man, we would rush there in a moment. But, you know, we look all through the Bible. That's what we see. We see God's love. We see him, how he cares for us, how he wants to to intervene in our lives and to do things for us, but yet we neglect him. And... uh, So I know, you know, the Lord desires to be our constant companion in every experience in life we go through. God says, I want to walk with you through your life. I want to guide you. I want to be there when those good things happen. I want to see that expression on your face. I want to see your happiness. I want to see your joy. He wants to to accompany us through life. And he'll even want to accompany us through even some of the bad things we have to go through. He's there to comfort He cares for you. Invite Him. Invite Him into your life. You know, God wants us to know Him like we know a really good friend. Does anybody have a really, really good friend that there's probably not anything that you don't know about them? They have confided in you. They trusted you. And if they have, don't let that trust down. Because those kind of people are hard to find. A true, true, good friend that is a friend. And uh, that's what God is. God is a good, good friend. And here in James 4.8, it tells us, If we will draw near to God, what? God will draw near to us. But then he goes and he says something else. He says, Wash your hands, you sinners. Repent. Get clean. Wash your hands. Wash your faith in the blood of Jesus. Get clean. Then you can come into my presence. Purify your hearts. Get hate, bitterness, unforgiveness, all that. Get it out of your heart. That cannot be there and come into my presence. For your loyalty right now is divided between God and the world. You know, there's many out there right now that had been in the world, and many out there, and somehow already have, thinking about going back into the world. Satan is at an all-time high right now for attacking, causing problems, and all the things that are going on, Satan is behind. He wants to ruin the church. He couldn't show it, he couldn't shut it down for long, even during this COVID. You know, God is so much more powerful than Satan. You need to stay in the presence of God. You need His companionship. You know, we have His companionship, whether you realize it or not, through the Holy Spirit. That Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God that He placed on the inside of you when you accepted His Son, Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior. You've got a constant companion, if you will allow it, he walks with you, he comforts you, he guides you. Oh, he'll even convict your heart. When you do something that you shouldn't do, how many, I know every one of us have done it. We've done something we shouldn't have done, then all of a sudden, immediately, we're convicted. When you, oh man, I shouldn't have done that. But I feel so bad about it. What's going on? That's the Holy Spirit saying. Go to God now and repent. You shouldn't have done that. Listen to that still, small voice that's on the inside of you, instructing you, giving you guidance. And I'll tell you what, you'll never regret listening to the Holy Spirit. You know, when we come to God in prayer... This is another way. When we come to God in prayer, we are actually seeking His face. We are seeking to come into God's presence. And I'll tell you what. Like I said a while ago, when you come into God's presence, there's a whole different atmosphere. Things are different. Things change. I know that sometimes I'd be down in my office at home, and I'd be studying. and I'd I'd, I'd get into prayer, and it was all of a sudden... I'd start praying maybe, and it might be quite a while before I quit. And i said, where did the time go? Where, you know, I mean, it was just like I was in the presence of God, and He was there with me. It, it's hard to explain, but if you've ever been there, you know what I'm talking about. Now, here in Psalms 24, 3 through 6, listen to what it says. It's asking a question. It says, who? may ascend the mountain of the Lord. Who can get up on that mountain of the... Who can come into the presence of God? Who may stand in His holy place? Or who may stand in His presence? It's the one who has clean hands, a pure heart, who does not trust in an idol, or swear by false gods, They will receive blessings from the Lord and forgiveness from God their Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek Him, who seek your face, God of Jacob. God of Jacob. Jacob was another name for Israel. Remember Jacob in the desert? I mean, excuse me, well, he probably was there. But he was wrestling with God. And he said, your name shall no more be called Jacob. You shall be called Israel. Israel means prince with God. You are going to be called Israel. You're no longer the deceiver, the conniver, the thief. You're no longer the outcast. You belong to me. I've changed your name. God changes our name when we come into his presence and when we receive Jesus Christ. We, our name changed to redeemed. You belong to me. You're mine. You belong to God then. You know, true worship, true worship is to seek God's faith, to seek to come into the presence of God. The Christian walk is a life devoted seeking God's presence. And so many of us, like I said, we neglect God, we forget about God, and sometimes things happen in our life that we say, well, Lord, why did that happen? He said, I'm reminding you You've been neglecting me. Now you're going to have to come to me in prayer and talk to me so you can get out of this. You ever thought about that? Sometimes God forces us to come to Him simply because He loves us and we've been neglecting Him. You know, the Lord wants us to trust in Him, to trust in Him, to seek His face in our prayers, and even in our time when we're in His Word. He wants us to seek His face even when we're in the Bible, reading His Word. Lord, do you have something you need to say to me? Lord, is there something here that you want me to know? Lord, point me to that Scripture and show me what you're trying to tell me. You know, the Bible is so interesting. It's so good to study and, God, and on top, top of it. it's God's love. I've heard this, and you probably have too. The Bible is God's love letter to us. It's His love letter telling us how much He loves us, what we need to do, how to do it, and why we need to do it. Because He loves us. He wants us to be aware of the things that we're going through, the things that we're doing, the things that are good, the things that are not good but God wants us to know it. He tells it to us through His Word. You know, it requires intimacy. I don't know if you've ever thought about this or not, but it requires intimacy to look very intently into someone's face. This is what you call a closeness. You know, this is like a man and his wife. Sometimes the man just wants to hold his wife to put his arms around her, to love her, to get right next to her. Now that is what we call intimacy. You know, well Bill, why are you talking about, because that is God's doing. God created intimacy. He wants intimacy with us and he wants the husband, and the wife, to have an intimate relationship, a loving relationship. And it's just like, when you get up there, it's just like, sometimes you get so close to your wife, you're sitting there, maybe you're caressing her face. You're talking to her. Maybe you're giving her little kisses. Just, that's what God wants. He wants us so close to Him, loving on Him, telling Him we love Him, thanking Him for all that He's done. This is intimacy, and that's what God wants with us, is intimacy. In pursuing God's face, you know, we are developing an intimate relationship with Him. When we're truly seeking God's face, desiring, wanting above everything else, an intimate relationship and experience with God. Here in Psalms 63, 1 through 3, it says, O God, you are my God, I earnestly search for you. My soul thirsts for you. My whole body longs for you in this parched and weary land where there is no water. I have seen you in your sanctuary and gazed upon your power and your glory. Your unfailing love is better than life itself. Oh, how I praise you. This is intimacy. Having God's face smile on us, it's an expression of His blessings and His love and his favor. You know, in Numbers 6.25, the people were told, May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. We are not to pursue God only to give him a list of our wants and needs. Because we know God already is aware of what we need, and now we're in the process of trusting God to fill and take care of those needs. No, when we come to God, we need to spend some time worshiping, loving on Him, telling Him how much we love Him, thanking Him for what He has done, for all the times He's been there for us when we needed Him. And I don't know about you, but I need God every single day. I I, I don't know how I'd go through a day without knowing I had the presence of God walking with me. It's a time that we spend with God, loving on Him, thanking Him, worshiping Him. See, that's true worship. And even here in the sanctuary, true worship is really seeking God's face, seeking God's presence, asking God, God, come into our sanctuary. Walk up and down these aisles, Lord. Bless the people, meet needs, Lord. Lord, those that are going through sickness and hurt, Lord, heal them. You know, it's said that that, that back in the Old Testament, it, it said in the temple, it said that God was invited into that temple. It said in the temple, filled with smoke, and there were, and the presence of the Lord was there, and it was so strong. That the priest and them couldn't even stand to preach. God's presence was so strong. Each church ought to desire for the presence of God to be in their sanctuary so strong that the preacher has to just sit down and just let God talk to the people. I wish he would. Because he can do a whole lot better job than what I can. Because God knows each and every heart. He knows each and every need. He, he knows you in ways that nobody else does. And He loves you, even in spite of those bad things. And, uh, but we're to pursue God's presence, not just what He can do for us, but to thank Him for what He has done. And furthermore, Lord, I thank you. You know my needs. Lord, I'm thanking You that You're going to fulfill that. I'm thanking You that You're going to meet every need that I and my family have. Seeking God's face means desiring to know His character and wanting Him and His presence in your life more than anything else. If you want something more than you want God, You're wanting the wrong thing. God should be the first thing on your list. God, I want you. I want all of you. God, I want all of you. I want to feel your presence. I want to walk in your presence. God, I love you. Thank you for loving me. No, seeking God's face is merely seeking to be in his holy presence. How many of us seek to be in God's presence? How many of us just come in and just start asking God, God, I need this. God, I need that. God, I need it right now. No, we need to spend some time loving on God, worshiping God, thanking God. Just put your arms around Him. Hold Him. Love on Him. That's what He wants. when it's just totally about us and meeting what we want and what we think we need, you know, we're leaving God out, really. We're leaving out that, that, that time of seeking His face, of wanting His closeness. So, in closing, what I want to ask you is to take time, seek God's praise, face, Invite him in. Say, God, I want to be in your presence more than anything. I want to feel you. I want to know you. I want to know more about you. You, ought, you, you know, when you really want God, God will show up, I guarantee you, every single time. So, But there's, this, there's something we have to do. If you have never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, You have to receive Christ in order to come into the presence of God. You do. Jesus said, For I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes into the presence of God except through me. By believing in Jesus, that Jesus is God's one and only true Son that died for your sins, rose again, and now sits at his right hand. Do you believe this? If you haven't, you need to ask God to forgive you of your sins, invite Jesus into your life. He will. And then, that's when God starts hearing your prayers and starts coming into your presence and meets your needs. But I want to thank you for being here today. But I did want to bring you this because I've had a number of people ask, well, what does the Bible mean when it says to seek God's face when we, we can't even see God? Oh, you, God's there and you see Him, but you just don't recognize what you're seeing. You know, that's just like air. You don't see it, but you know it's there because you're using it every time you take a breath. And it's only God that gives you that next breath. So we need to seek Him. <coughs> Invite him into our hearts and into our lives and into our our house. So I would invite you today to seek God, invite him into your house and into your life, and watch how things change. Watch how things change in your life. Would you all pray with me as we close? Father, I thank you for being here today. Lord, I thank you for for this message that you give me to to talk to the people, just urge them to seek you above all things, to invite them into into their life, into their house, into their family. Lord, I don't know what I would do without you. And once somebody really comes into your presence and gets to know you, Lord, they'll never, ever want to be without you. So Lord, I'm asking you, To come up on the people, to let them feel you, to know that your presence is with them. Meet their needs, Lord, lovingly. Lord, just let them know it was you that met those needs because they sought after your face. Lord, thank you for everything you do. Thank you for the people. Bless them. Watch over them. Put your heads and protection you around them. And again, just like the scriptures, may your face smile upon them. And Lord, thank you for everything. I want to thank you all for being there. Praise God. And I'll see you next Wednesday. Have a great week. And God bless each and every one of you.